0: Maybe it's time the Pittsburgh Steelers look at an old friend, Terrell Edmonds, and not go and get him. Stay away from Terrell Edmonds. But just watch what happened. Listen to what happened. Take some advice from what happened. what's going on everybody I'm Noah Strachmine thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast the Pittsburgh Steelers well they're coming off a win they're feeling good the defense is clicking everything's fine everything's happy fat and sassy as Mike Tomlin would say but If we're going to be honest, we all know that there are issues. We all know that there are key pieces to both sides of the football that the Pittsburgh Steelers could and should fix. And I think at this point, the easiest one, the one that probably is the only one you can go out and solve right now, is the cornerback position. And people can scream from the stands and post on social media, and people could ask questions in press conferences about hey, why isn't Joey Porter Jr. starting? What needs to happen in order for him to start? But the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're not listening. They have their own plan, their own course of action. They're going to take it. They're going to trust it. And to a degree, you kind of have to trust it yourself. You see the success of Joey Porter Jr. And you say, okay, look at, you know, that's not all him. At some point, they do have a plan. And that plan is working to a degree. But can it work more? Can it work more efficiently? Can you utilize the success of your rookie corner in a larger role? I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers can fix their cornerback issue in a couple of steps. And it's not bulletproof, and there are going to be some tests in there and some uncontrolled variables. But if you go through the process and you listen to the news of the NFL, well, maybe you could fix it. And maybe you could fix it before the end of next week. And that leads us to this. Yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles decided that even after signing a one-year, $2 million deal with Terrell Edmonds, who was their presumed starting safety heading into the season, he ended up not starting every game but contributing a pretty hefty amount in that safety role for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, they decided... They needed an upgrade and they made a trade with the Tennessee Titans for Kevin, excuse me, for Kevin Byard and shipped Terrell Edmonds to the Tennessee Titans. I believe a fifth and a sixth round pick were also included in exchange for the All Pro safety. A 30 year old who has been an All Pro twice has had at least four interceptions in all but two of his NFL seasons and is coming off nine picks in the last two years. Impressive. A guy that, if you were looking at this and you were looking at just the big picture and drawing it up on paper, you'd look at this situation and say, that is a perfect trade for the Philadelphia Eagles. A team that needs a safety, that is what you do. If you believe you are a Super Bowl winning team, which the Philadelphia Eagles surely believe that they are a Super Bowl capable team, then you go out and you fix the holes that you have. And you prepare yourself as if you are a Super Bowl capable team. That's what you do. That's why teams go out every season and sign Nadama and Sue, or call Rob Gronkowski, or make all these crazy phone calls and and trade situations to try and solidify an organization and solidify a roster right at the deadline, so that they could say, "Hey, look at, we're ready. We are ready to go make a run." This is the best opportunity for us to do so. We're not leaving any stone unturned. We're not leaving any hole or gap in this roster moving forward. That is step one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. To acknowledge where you want to go, which is the Super Bowl. And anybody in that organization who says it's not the Super Bowl clearly hasn't been listening to the Steelers way of we win every single season, no matter what. If it's the Super Bowl, you then take it and you look at it and you say, okay, what's the next step? What's the process of getting to the Super Bowl? Well, it's creating a Super Bowl caliber roster. What's the easiest way to go about that? Well, we have an alarming concern at corner. Okay, how do we fix that? There are options. Those options might take a little bit, but we can't hold too true to the guys that we have on this team currently. We cannot sit here and say, hey, Levi Wallace and Patrick Peterson are fine because we owe them the respect to stick around and be starters for the remainder of the season. No, at some point, you have to acknowledge that Ross, that your talent on the roster is going to decide whether or not you're capable of going on a run. And the talent at cornerback for the Pittsburgh Steelers is not a position that is capable of carrying them on a run. It is not a position that is going to hold strong against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. If they did end up in the Super Bowl, it's not going to hold strong against Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell and those guys. It's not going to hold strong against really anybody super impressive of a wide receiver core in the AFC or the NFC or in any situation that you could find yourself running into. The Steelers have a hole. OK, you just watched the Philadelphia Eagles go get an all pro for a safety that hasn't started for them. And two draft picks, late round draft picks. Omar Khan. The Khan artist. If you don't believe that he's capable of pulling something like that off. I mean, you clearly haven't been watching. And luckily, the Pittsburgh Steelers have options, which leads us to step two: test out Darius Rush. I don't know what you got in that kid. I don't believe it's not going to be much. I don't think you're going to look at Darius Rush this season and say, this guy is capable of starting and playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Luckily, you're not looking for that. All you're looking for is, is he better than James Pierre? Is he capable of being on the field a little bit? Can you give him 15 to 20 snaps a game and feel comfortable in it? Chances are no, but you got to figure that out right now. You got to look at it this week or in the next week and a half and say, okay, this is exactly what we have right now in Darius Rush. Is there a potential? Yes. Is he able to contribute to a defense right now? Either no or surprisingly, yes. Cool. You got to figure that out immediately because if he is an option to be your cornerback three, well, that takes us back. And when it comes to the trade, you now have trade bait. That trade bait is either Patrick Peterson or Levi Wallace. And, you know, I think both of those guys are great guys. I think both of those guys are talent. I think both of those guys have the capabilities of being a really strong cornerback three. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers need to get rid of one to bring in somebody else a little bit younger with a little bit more upside who can make a bigger impact right now, I mean, so be it. You got to do what you got to do. This is the NFL. These are the moves that you make. Step one is listen to the Eagles. Step two is test out Darius Rush, see what you got in him. Figure out if you're allowed to use a veteran corner as trade bait. But step three is easy. Make it all happen. Start Joey Porter Jr. Find the guy next to Joey Porter Jr. Stop making excuses about why you're not in this situation or you're not willing to be in this situation. And if we're being 100% honest, Mike Tomlin says whatever he wants to at the podium. I don't think that him and the Pittsburgh Steelers and Omar Khan are necessarily on the exact same page or being totally honest with the media and the fan base and everybody else about their intentions. And I think over the next week and a half, phone calls will definitely be made. I don't know if moves will be made, but I believe phone calls will happen. Conversations will take place where, yeah, a cornerback is discussed for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, Patrick Sertan has been tossed out there plenty. Jalen Johnson. Over in Chicago, who's coming off a two-interception game, has been tossed out by literally every single publication out there. If you are somebody who wrote about possible trades before the deadline, Jalen Johnson's name has been tossed out there as just probably the easiest pick from the Chicago Bears. There are names. There are options. I mean, Dante Jackson just got dropped the other day. And, yeah, he struggled, but he's a name. There are names out there, and I'm not saying go get somebody who's struggling. I'm just saying the market is open. Go listen to the Philadelphia Eagles. See what you got in Darius Rush. See what you have to work with in a trade. Make the trade. Turn to Joey Porter Jr. Boom. You now start the second half of the season with Patrick Peterson as your cornerback three slash slot guy who he's play he's been a capable slot man when need when when called upon and when need to play there you have Joey Porter Jr who yeah he can't tackle but he's working on tackling and he could cover he could cover better than anybody else you have by far he's your starter and then you go and trade for somebody there's your other starter you now enter the second half of the season with the biggest gap on your offense or on your defense excuse me covered and you see what happens there i think it does tremendous things for everybody else around them. I just think that the grand scheme of things is simple. Super Bowl teams, they go make Super Bowl plays, and they go make Super Bowl moves, and they set themselves up to win a Super Bowl, and they don't care about anything else other than trying to win a Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin is the farthest thing from that, and the Pittsburgh Steelers philosophy is typically the farthest thing from that. They're not a, we have to set ourselves up to be a Super Bowl team midseason. well we set ourselves up or we didn't set ourselves up before the season that's usually where they're at this year you got the talent your offense finally clicked and you believe in your offensive coordinator okay you believe you're a super bowl team you believe you could go on a run you believe that you are 4 and 2 and you're sitting in a prime spot to earn a playoff spot and see what happens from there okay go follow super bowl teams and make Super Bowl moves, and go make a trade a corner.